Is that how we get those pictures? You're talking mermaids or manatees? Mermaids. Mermaids. They're real. Don't look at me that way. <laughs> right? right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is how this is going to go. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Welcome. Fans. I'm going to have to beep that out. <laughs> oh, why are we recording? Yeah. We've been recording. When? This is how it always starts. I'm not really paying attention. I was worried I, about other people. This is how it always starts. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely beep out. You just said it again. Damn it. You know. I didn't say where it was or if it was an asylum or not. Wow. Okay. So Guns are loaded and we are ready to go here at Parababble. <laughs> We're going to talk about shit rolling up on the shore. S-O-S. <laughs> shit on shore. <laughs> yep. We're going to need an S-O-S yeah. halfway through this show. Yeah. Maybe even sooner. Well, we're priming. Oh, that sounded great. <laughs> we're going to have a fun show. Yeah. As long as we all keep our feet. Keep all feet and hands in the cart. There's it a reason they say that, I guess. Why? Well, that's what our episode's about. Keeping your hands and feet inside the cart at all times? Yeah. yeah so they don't Otherwise, wash up on beaches. Yeah, there you go. Mm. See that segue? See how we did that? Wash. That, was Professionals. that was a good one. That was good. I like it. Professionals. I might not caught that, though. I'm starting to feel good. <laughs> Uh-oh. Jeff's going to be chatty tonight. <laughs> I don't know about chatty, but we'll see. Right. We are Parabelle. Mm-hmm. You are? I am Rob. I'm Jeff. I guess I'm Allie. <laughs> It's always more fun that way. It is, when we're not ourselves. So what are we going to talk about today, guys and gals? We're going to talk about stuff washing up on beaches. You know, I never thought that was like anything really interesting until I started looking it up. Yeah, and then you were like, wow, beaches are a dangerous place. Guff that rolled... Well, you come to our neighborhood, have you ever seen anything weird wash up on shores? No. Colored little shells, rocks, maybe... Some needles. Sewage waste. Sewage waste. I'll clean this totally up. Um, stuff thing. that we shouldn't really... Touch. It's disgusting. Right. Yeah, stuff you don't want to touch. Biotoxic. You know, whatever you want to call it. But well, you look on out. the internet and you start getting around some of these uh, these shorelines around the ocean or, you know, you go overseas. We got some crazy ass stuff popping off. Yeah. And I didn't believe it until I started reading it. Well, see, that's what happens here at Parababble. There's this random um, thing that we hear about, and we don't know if it's real or not real. And maybe it's something, maybe it's not. And then all of a sudden you find out, wow, there's right. actually a lot to do with feet washing up on beaches. And can you we just, just like saying feet on beaches. I do. And can we just say that it's weird to me that they are still in their sneakers? It's not weird. No. They get severed at the ankles, shoes down. But there's no, there's never any signs that things have been severed or the ends aren't jagged. It's just like well, feet still in shoes. You know, bones and tissue deteriorate in the you know, right. And the once the chain, the, the chain gets loose, like mm-hmm. after it deteriorates, the shoe brings the foot up and. Mm-hmm. And it's never a pair of shoes though. I know that is the weird thing. It's like the sock thing when you wash your socks and you only mm-hmm. get one back. It's lost forever. Something happens to you in the ocean. You only get one foot back. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, that's 
It's just the ocean, though, right? The feet are turning up. I think so. Why? Did you find some information about on lakes and lakes rivers? Lakes and rivers? No, no. no that was always the, the ocean. oceans. I mean, that is a perfect place to like chain a body down with. But do you chain up both feet or just one foot? I so, mean, and isn't it weird that it only happens in like a certain part of the country that we find this too? Is it? You know, where? Uh, Pacific Northwest. Yep. Northwest Pacific. How do you want to put it? Vancouver? Pacific Northwest. Okay. Well, where Bigfoot lives. Yeah. Hmm. He's not going saltwater he diving. He might be. Well, here's my thing. You think that maybe that one person did this? Maybe it was some like serial killer stuff. Like Ain't Dexter? no thing but a chicken wing. Could be a chicken wing. I, I don't know. I mean, let's face it. We could really just there's there could be people out there just doing doing crime and stuff like that. Not doing the time. Not doing the time, and they're like, hey, let's just throw this body out in the water, and eventually. It popped up. But you know, you're talking about these, these feet popping up. Did they all pop up around the same time, like all at once? Mm -mm. So it was over a, a period of time, like yeah. a month or three or six or I nine. think it was like over the course of X amount of years, there's been 21 occurrences of feet showing up in this area of the okay. beach. Okay. So to me, I would say that some group, maybe, perhaps, are making things, people disappear. You think it's like the mob? Well, I don't want to say that because then I'm on record. Oh, the mob uses cement shoes, so the shoes wouldn't come up. That's a good point. Right. If anything, the body would come up. They've yeah. been able to identify some of the people from their feet. From DNA? Mm-hmm. So that means they have to know where there's a body. Are the people still living? Maybe they just lost a foot. No, they've just gone missing. Oh. I mean, and obviously if it was a shark bite and they got your ankle, you would... Um, you uh, hopefully you'd still be alive, so you can say, "Hey, you know." Could it be suicide? That did come up in some of my readings and articles. Yes. Some people just jumping into the ocean. Kind of say that there is a ghost train in the Parabibble studio right now. I don't know if you guys hear it, but I do. Oh, I heard it. I don't well, have headphones, but the veil is thinning. It is. Mm -hmm. Why? So we're getting closer to the <laughs> Halloween time. Oh, no, this is after that Halloween. veil. I thought you meant the overall veil. This this is after. Well, by the time people hear it, yes, but not right now. I was trying to. We're not live. I think people know think... by now we're not live. We are yeah. live. <laughs> we're recorded live. Yeah, we are. <laughs> recorded live in front of a live chupacabra. Through the magic of Parababble <laughs> Studios. <laughs> we're always live. We just can't take your calls. I well, mean, we, we could. could. We could t technically put in. There's one right now. So is this feet on the beach thing? What else is washing up besides feet? Um, Lego men. That's the thing. I just I realized that when I saw that too. Lots of Legos turn up. Mm -hmm. Really? Yep. Mm -hmm. um, there is this guy. Uh, it's called Ego Leonard. However, I spell that out. He um, is popped up in Norway, Sweden, Spain, um, America, and he's an eight foot. Holly, oh, how do they explain it? Basically, he's a big, giant piece of plastic, and he pops up on these shorelines. And there's no reason to it, but they actually have come to somewhat of a deduction that this Dutch artist did it and dumped them in the water. And then he floats up, but I'm thinking, well, you're over in Spain, all these different places, that he's just, re like, 
So they named him this? They gave him this name? Yeah, I actually have it in my notes. Um, which was more fascinating because there's pictures of the this guy, like this Lego, I'm going to say. It's fiberglass, basically. Um, let's see. What do we got here, Rob? I'm going to check well, my notes. I didn't hear about this one, but I did hear that there were Lego pieces washing up on shore. And that was because of a like shipping cargo container going overboard on a ship. Right, right, mm-hmm. definitely. And so those have been washing up on shore for years, for decades, I guess. Well, yeah, you think about all those mm-hmm. storms they hit out in the water. I have a theory. You have a th- Oh, I have gonna, a theory. We're going to hold on for this theory. Okay, so the Lego pieces get thrown overboard from the cargo ship. They're all over the ocean. Then you get feet washing up on shore. The people in the water who have lost their feet, they're swimming in the ocean. They get to shallow waters. Maybe they're scuba diving in deeper waters. They step on the Lego pieces. They're bare feet. They're in the water. Oh, no. They lose their feet. The feet get washed up on shore, too. You ever step on a Lego? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It hurts. Mm-hmm. I'm going to agree with you. There we no, go. not really. We solved the up to now? No, that was far-fetched. Shit. <laughs> Well, it would work if the feet weren't in the shoes mm-hmm. when they find yeah, it. Yeah, but... Oh, they were in shoes. Yeah, they're always yeah, they're using, always in like, sneakers shoes. or something. Yeah, they're still well, in their the shoes. What the hell is that about? Well, this is what I'm saying. It's not just, like, a foot <laughs> washing up on the shore as, like, a random body part. It's like a foot, a bare foot with a Lego stuck in it just wash. <laughs> yeah, wash. see, that now that would make sense. But these are, like, people's sneakers with their feet in them. Sneakers. And, like, the sneakers always look like they're in pretty good shape. Chupacabra. There's no signs of struggle. There's no blood on them. There's Mm. no... Well, you're in the water, so that whatever's going to clean it up is going to clean it up. Yeah, salt water. Yeah, that's, you know, they tell you to gargle with salt water when you have a... Well, that might be why the the shoes look so clean. But it's eerie when you see them. Have you seen one? Yeah, there's pictures of them all over the internet. No, 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 no. For real. (laughs) No. If I did, that's, like, one thing I wouldn't touch. No, you don't touch that. Horseshoe crab, yeah. You know, you can mess around with that. You can you don't poke, poke a jellyfish. At the foot? You're not poking at a foot. No. Yeah. Well, this this uh, Lego guy, I, I got my notes here now. Uh, the surfer, um, Tasaso, Tasaso Hirota, um was walking the beach, and that was in 2014, and he, he came across this um, 8-foot, 100-pound fiberglass man and he looked like a giant logo and he was in blue shorts and a red shirt and the shirt says no real than you are and they have pictures of this kids are putting sand around it and it's just like one of these things that they celebrate but the name they named it um ego leonard and they believe um it was a dutch artist like i said earlier um that put it together but he's been spotted in Florida, everywhere, and oh yeah, I'm seeing this. They just found him on Siesta Key Beach. Yes, and that was what 2012. Wow, that's pretty crazy looking. Yeah, no. it looks like a giant, like a like a toy that was put there. Yeah, no real. But he's hitting anywhere. all these shorelines, and they don't know where it's coming from. They only have guesses. You know, he's in the Netherlands in 2007. He must be on a world tour. Then he's in the UK in 2008. Is this like the big rubber duck? 
Mm-hmm. You know? This is true. It could remember, be. Like, you remember the stories about that? And then, like, yeah. they actually had it come to, like, our area. It did area. all the visit. Did, did it did the tour. tour. Yeah. Yeah. The big, huge rubber duck. That's funny, though. I never saw the rubber duck. Well, this, never is, went down there. this is weird. Yeah. Just, if you look at the picture, if anyone's out there, um, just look up Ego Leonard, and you'll see these kids playing around up in the sand, and then... You know, but it never said what they did with it after. Like, who took it, or if they put it back in the oceans. Has he been seen since 2014? Um, I did not see anything in my research saying that he has been spotted since then. But just imagine cruising down the beach, and there's this plastic-looking Lego that's eight foot tall on its side. Yeah, like, how do you even get it there with no one seeing you? Maybe it just traveled the seaways. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It would have to be something. So like you'd that, have right? to go out on the boat. You're not that thing in. So maybe if okay, so I'm the artist who did that and say, you know what, I'm gonna make my own history here. Like take it out on a boat and dump it where you know how the currents run, and then you go from there. It's like, oh look, we're in Spain. Oh look, Delaware. <laughs> Do a little Wayne's World. Um, I don't know. That one's, you know, that one's okay for a story, but. There's, um, I like, did you ever hear the uh, Doritos snack, I call it? Where no. the Doritos turned up on shore in um, Hatteras, North Carolina. So this gentleman was out fishing back in 2006 in NC at the Outer Banks. He saw one of those um, containers that are always on the big freights. And, you know, you lose them all the time, I guess. So, so he went over and popped it open. And to his surprise, in the container, he had found... The whole thing loaded with Doritos. Nacho, spicy, and cool ranch. So he helped himself. And once he did that, soon after he left it open, all the Doritos came out and they started going down the shoreline. And they ended up mostly in Hatteras. And people were coming in with truckloads, picking up all these fruits. And they're like the snack ones. They weren't the big ones, like getting the vending machines and stuff. But it's kind of cool <clears throat> that you see what just falls off of a ship and then you know, ends up somewhere. It's not spooky or creepy or anything like that, but... It's Doritos. It's Doritos, man. It always goes good with everything. Well, uh, that's a lot less morbid than feet, so I'm glad the ocean doesn't have to give some... you body parts back. Yeah. It could give you Lego men or Doritos. True. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or feet. But we're never lucky enough to find stuff like that on our beaches. Well, why do they think that the feet keep washing up? What's well, there's, the there's several theories. I know we're bouncing back and forth here. Uh, it's mob-related, suicide-related. Um, who knows? Somebody could be out in the ocean, they fall overboard, and they can't find them, and sharks bite them. But, well, and the reasons they are washing up, because feet, once they break away from the body, they naturally become buoyant. But today's type of sneakers also have more buoyancy to them than what they used to have because they're more denser, I believe, the way they explained it in the article. See, what so this, you're starting to float up. What this makes me think of is, you remember a while back when we did this show about people going missing in forests? Mm-hmm. And how, like, you remember that it was like two people, I think, where all they found was their clothes? Yeah, it happens a lot with those. And we were trying to figure out, like, how mm-hmm. the clothes weren't mangled and right. messed up and... It kind of reminded me of that. 
A little yeah, bit. Because now here we have like these sneakers washing up that look now, like they're practically brand new. Also in that whole storyline, they're saying that there's people going out there who are faking this. They're putting fake feet in there, and they're putting the sneaker to be found on the beach, and they find it. They found them with chicken feet, Why different would, things like that. People need they need hobbies. They need more hobbies. I think that is their hobby. Well, they need a better hobby. They should get a hobby where they podcast about crap that washes up on shore. <laughs> you know what? We might have to think about doing that someday. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I, I, w- I would love to find something on a, a beach line where I could just be like, shit, yes. You know, like literal. What would you do with it if you found it? I, I would post it on Facebook, and then it would get buried under a thousand other posts, and then be forgotten, and I'd have it like in a box in my garage somewhere. I wonder if there's like a Facebook page for stuff that washes up on beaches. Let's see our tech guy over here get busy. See, I had heard a theory that um, we saw such an influx because of things like tsunamis happening. Like floods and tsunamis, so Huge. people being washed out to the ocean. Yep. And then ending up like you know on the other side of the world just because it's the ocean. Yep. So you think that that's a viable explanation for all this? A little bit. I think there's there's got to be. Well, there's no control. You like you look at those tsunamis and it's just like. No, Rob. No, nothing. Um, Although we could start one now. Well, yeah, we could. Um, you got to think about how much debris and stuff and bodies were just so caught off guard that that stuff just pulled right out with the tide, never to be seen again. I don't know. You know, well, they found a um, Harley Davidson buried, mm-hmm. and that's now in the, what the museum for Harley Davidson in Chicago or something. Yeah, I saw that. It's like it oh, was blah, buried. Blah. Yeah. It was buried in the sand and it was washed up a little bit and they could see it and they pulled it out. And was it, was it like, an old one? It was actually from, did I write this one down? I think this was part of the tsunami. And uh, Oh, that would make sense. The guy, they, they found the owner. They traced it back to the owner in Japan. And what had happened is, it, of course, it got pulled away. And they said, oh, you know what? We found it. Hey, we want to give it back to you. And he said, no, um... We want to, let's just dedicate it in, to the people that died. He goes, I don't want it. It was rusted out, but they got a glass case now, and it's in the Harley Museum. Um, well, because you do museum. think about that. Like, when the, all those kinds of things happen, where does all that stuff go? I mean, you know, whole entire city is gone. Where does all the debris go? Well, I'm sure there's probably some pretty neat stuff that could make it that way. But you'd have to think... If, if you're in a current and there's a, a, a tsunami that just comes in and the tide pulls all this stuff back out, a lot of that stuff might just sink somewhere, I don't know, five miles offshore, even get pulled out by the current. But the stuff that has to be viable viable and can float to other places. Because I heard another theory, too, is that it's aircraft that go down that they never find. Yeah, that could, that could do it. You know, like that... That what the flight number Malaysian, was it from Malaysia mm-hmm. that yeah. they never found mm-hmm. that had like two hundred and something people on it. But they did find like little things popping up here and there. But they yeah, but the pin whole it. airplane was gone. They couldn't find the whole airplane. They found like a piece of a wing, like little things. Right, nothing, not the fuselage or anything like no. that. 
and no, no bodies came up, nothing. Because if you were going down and you knew, they would tell you put on life preservers, they would tell you this, something would float up. I mean, is that more of a washed ashore or is that more of a mystery? I think it's more of a mystery thing happening there, you know, that we don't really have all the answers to. They could still be intact in their seats thinking, you know, they're going to skid across the water instead of like plunge. But there's only so much debris that came up on that. And that was in the water. That never made it to shorelines. No, and they searched for days and days. Months. And then they never finally... Never found anything. After that beacon got... Uh, the black box got... <clears throat> the battery only lasted for so long. So, I don't know. It's crazy. I want to find, like, Planet of the Apes. I want to find, like, the Statue of Liberty mm -hmm. sticking out of the sand. Just like, oh, the new world. And then... Your dreams are smashed because they're still apes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, maybe. Apes wearing Nikes. Mm. Very expensive Nikes. Right. Yeah, they could. You know, Nike could have a promotion line with that, but well, we're I not going to get like, into it. Some of the feet that were in sneakers still that washed up, like they were nice sneakers. They were like expensive sneakers. They weren't like crappy, you know? Yeah. Did you hear about out in San Francisco about the uh, tombstones that were washing up mm -mm. on sh uh, the, the bay? Let me go over there. Tombstones. Let's go to Ocean Beach, San Francisco. I'm going to do a little reading off of this. Um, the surfer, it's always a wind surfer, um, in 2014 found tombstones on the shoreline. This is, oh, what's going on with this? So the gravestone markers were dating back to 1890. All of a sudden, they started appearing on um, the beach at Ocean Ocean Beach, on the beach. Bad storms would shift the sands. So all of a sudden, you got these things appearing. Now, tombstones turned out to be, like, really um, a bad part of the history for San Francisco. Early in the 20th century, uh, the population grew, and they closed down most of all of the Chinese, Catholic, and Jewish cemeteries. They wanted to make room for the influx in the population, so they put up housing developments. So they took these tombstones, and they made break walls, sea walls. Uh, they broke a lot of them up to make um, lined gutters. And all of a sudden, when you get these certain weather patterns, these tombstones in the bay and stuff would pop up, and people, you know, finding, like, all this different stuff. And... It's actually a place where people go to hunt for them now, out in uh, Ocean Beach. But they did do the right thing. They did remove the, they exhumed the bodies and they moved them like 500 miles up the north coast. And you don't have to worry about those uh, popping up. But the tombstones, they pop up all over the place, depending on how severe the weather is and the wind shifts. Sometimes they're there and then they disappear. So. Kind of have to be on the spot, but there's a lot of hunters out there looking for stuff like that. You know, it's like taking your metal detector, looking for metal stuff. It's Oak Island all over again. <laughs> Where you just go out and search for stuff and never ever find anything. They will, don't be that way. They will find something. Is that show even still on? Yes. Oh my it's, God. What's it in like its 15th season? 21st. All right. Um, they're, they're right there. They, they know their stuff oh there. Oh my God. They've been right there every single season. But that's the curse of Oak Island. Yeah, I don't believe it. 
You were so for this show, too. I was until after, like, the fourth season where it was, like, the exact same thing every single time. <laughs> so, we found a shaft. We found a shaft. We go down the shaft. Nothing. Some of us are smarter than others, and we hang on a little longer. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just couldn't anymore. It's actually coming back, so this season. Um, obviously, COVID slowed up a few things, but they're on an island. I don't know. But I hurt them. Rob, really, you can chime in any time here, buddy. I mean, I don't know. Shit washes up on shore. What's the coolest thing anyone's ever found out of us three? On the beach? Sure. Anywhere. A shell. <laughs> Seriously. I don't know. I mean, I feel like when we were kids, we used to go to the beach all the time, so there'd always be weird stuff. Because you're a kid and you didn't understand it. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, the horseshoe crabs, like those, mm-hmm. always looked weird. There'd be, like, bones of fish, and if you don't know what you're looking at, it looks weird, you know? I should have brought mine. We used to um, find toys every once in a while. Really? Yeah, like well, little plastic toys. Makes sense, because kids leave stuff there, and parents forget it. like, eh, hey, we're going to go, and the sand erodes. Um, this past year, I found, we went to, uh, believe it or not, Dunkirk, out in New York here. We went to uh, the, the water line, and I found this really, like, it's definitely a fossilized piece of wood, but it looks like the shape of, you know, like the um, the lips or the mouth with the teeth, and you can see it, and it's brown, and it looks like someone, like, had dentures, but it's actually wood, and it's really weird, and that's, like, about the weirdest thing I've ever found. So if you picture, like, you know those chattering teeth that you wind up? Picture that, but in brown, and it looks exactly like that. But it's a fossil of some sort. It's wood, but it's the way the water etched it. Hmm. And that's probably one of the weirdest things I found um, walking around in beaches and stuff. You know, we went out there, and there was a guy out there who had like a 12-foot hole. And uh, he had his metal detector, and he's freaking looking for a nail. (laughs) I'm like... Uh, he called me over there because he was so excited because he saw I had, you know, walked around. I had some stuff with me. He had his metal detector gone. He's digging down deep. And I'm like, I looked into this pit and I was just like, what did you find? Oh, I found this sh- wooden nail. I'm like, oh. And I just kept walking because I just didn't have the time for it. I'd be like, how'd your metal detector find out if it was a wood nail? Yeah. Oh, he was, <laughs> let me tell you, man, he was digging like a champ. He was like digging, digging like a dog finding a bone. He was just chopping all the way down. I'm like, that's a big hole. Mm-hmm. And he was so excited, though. I, who was I to bust his dreams? I'm like, it's just a wood nail, man. You can make it somewhere. <laughs> yep. Well, what, what else we got on the shores? They right. said that they find bodies sometimes. New York City fishermen, especially, in like the harbors. Oh, now, pretty, now I'll say that three three letter word. That's a pretty regular occurrence. Or the five letter word. New York City area. They put up their fishing nets, doing some fishing. They pull up the nets and there's usually a carcass, a body in there. A carcass. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds a like corpse. Shark Week. We got a carcass. It's a corpse. And they said that normally like they're pretty bloated and it's mm-hmm. like they've been in there for a while. Ah, there's the alley I love. She's getting down and dirty time. now. You know, yeah. when yeah. everything thaws, they start floating at the surface. Well, it's like New Jersey swamps. You go out there and everything thaws out and they're finding stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same thing with like the Everglades too in Florida. 
I remember a case of uh, on HBO. Um, I don't remember you kids remember the Dr. Baden. He did the files. He's like the autopsy guy. He's one of the biggest ones in New York State. Well, anyway, they went out in New Jersey, and um, someone, a lady, I think it was a hooker actually. She uh, was murdered. Yeah. <laughs> well, it ends up. It, it ends up. She lady was of the night. Sorry, all you. Lady of out the there. night from the Jersey. Well, anyway, um, they were trying to put together the case, and they found a breast implant in the swamps and someone found it because they're just walking through there because people go through there all the time going there's always interesting shits and that's how they find all these bodies but anyway they found this um breast implant and it had the um serial number on it so they traced it all the way back to the doctor to the person and they figured out what this girl did who she was and she was murdered but that's the stuff that you know we don't find around here this is good information, though, for serial killers mm-hmm. out there. If you're ever going to oh, sorry. kill anybody, yeah, make sure seriously. that you remove the breast implants if you don't want the person mm-hmm. to be Well, they, they must have not thought about it, you yeah, know. and who they are, because evidently you can trace those back, all the way back. To who put it in, where, and who she was. Always making it harder for them. You know, I know. All these guys, you know. How do you know she was a hooker, though? Um, because they traced it through the family lines and talking to the people. They, they started, like, they, once yeah, they got the name of the person, they Cindy got to the family hooker. members. <laughs> They found out what she did. She met a bad end. Bad end. <laughs> but I, you know, we say this about history too. Think about if we could like um, mind strip, I don't know, a quarter of a mile of the planet, what we would find just under the surfaces. I, I say quarter of a mile, that doesn't seem like a lot, but it is kind of a lot you would probably be able to find so many different artifacts and different types of things that have been buried. Well, I feel like, too, more people are probably committing suicide than anyone actually realizes. You know, because, like, this makes me... Well, because, again, like, it brings me back to, like, that episode where people go missing in forests, Mm -hmm. you know, and then they are never found again, and no one knows what happened to them, and there's all these crazy theories out there, but, you know... Is it really so unrealistic to think that people are going with the intent to not come back? Mm. No. I buy it. I mean, just because it's not like, you know, the suicide forest where everybody goes for that particular purpose and leaves their body out for people to find. Yeah, I mean, there's those places like that, and, you know, like the Golden Gate Bridge that just seem to attract people to do that kind of thing. Didn't they put like a camera up there to see like how many people actually did it or some crazy thing? I think so. They tried to record over like a X amount of time to see how many people. Without telling them. Be like, oh, do you plan on committing suicide? No, 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 no. no. Hey, we're putting a camera camera up there to make sure they're. Came back like Mm -hmm. months later. Hmm. That's interesting though. Because it was such a hot spot for how many people were committing suicide there. Well, if I knew somebody committed suicide in my family, I'd be like, yo, that's, you know, they didn't sign a waiver to be on camera, and I would sue. Well, I don't know if you'd be able to tell, like, the person. I don't know how far away the camera was. I'm just saying, I'm going big. Yeah, I I can tell. (laughs) But, you know, I think a lot of times, like, I don't know if suicide really looks as neat as everyone thinks it does with, like, a nice goodbye note and... Oh, absolutely not. Or Mm -hmm. how many people just disappear. It's probably just despair, and then they're gone. And then that's how things but wash up on beaches. You got to think. That's how clothing ends up in forests. We don't hear a lot about, 
like every suicide that's happening and that makes sense too yeah well of course you don't because well first of all nobody really talks about mental health there's still a lot of stigma around that and second there of is. all it's not headline grabbing because you know no but you, you, well yes and no but you do make a point that you're not going to know you, you're not going to know everybody that commits suicide because it's going to be a private thing and there might be unseen suicides like you're saying it's just go right under the radar that people just vanish and maybe that's the way they want it maybe it's circumstance that they're in right it's like okay where'd they go they're missing forever well i just i feel like people always jump to like the conclusion that it's supernatural when people start vanishing and disappearing you know Oh, it's alien abductions. Oh, it's Bigfoot. It's, you know, all oh, well, these percentage of it, crazy yes. theories that, but maybe mm-hmm. it's really just as simple as somebody just wanting to end it. Probably some of them at least. Some of them have probably percentage. seen, you know, some Bigfoot or been abducted. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't think so. You don't think so? You think like 40% suicide, 60% Bigfoot? That's a big chunk, but... We'll start with that number. He must not like feet. That makes sense. Yeah. What he if there's any tosses well, him in the ocean? Yeah, he's just ripping Pacific the legs Northwest. off. Yeah, he's just. It's like eating a chicken wing. Yeah, chicken wing. That's what I said. Ain't nothing but a chicken wing. <laughs> you did say that. I'm an animal. He's just not gonna eat those feet. All due respect to the uh, feet that have washed ashore. So I think um, we have three main theories that we're working with here. Mm-hmm. Suicide. Mm-hmm. Natural disaster and Bigfoot. And Four. Mafia. Premeditated. Oh, yeah. So, so you're talking then serial killer or mob or yeah, right. Combination of all those. Somebody things. who's got a foot fetish is like, I'm gonna chop this and get rid of the body, and then maybe just whip a foot out. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they would keep the foot though. They would throw it in the water. I don't Where know. Where is that going even on. going? I don't know. Where is you asked the question. Going? Hey. <laughs> Be prepared for some answer. Wash that one up on shore. This that one washed out. Um, well, they said too that it's mostly feet because the sneaker keeps it in such a neat little package. Right. It keeps things mm-hmm. from getting at it to eat it. There was like that one story in the forest episode where the girl's feet were found in her shoes, and then the rest of her body was somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird in a forest, I suppose. Well, it's that you what an animal like chewed off the ankles well, that's in the specific, feet and then moved. That specific one, if I remember, there was no like gnawing or bite marks on. It was just. It was just like, how did they get separated? Then that's murder. Probably. That's murder. And in the ocean, like, yeah, fish, sharks, whatever. Aliens are very neat at what they do, so that doesn't sound mm-hmm. like something the aliens mm-hmm. would do. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could ask one. I mean, I feel like aliens would use the whole body, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't want to waste. Mm-mm. That's, you know, they're maybe they're green. <laughs> Unless they got the feet figured out. They're just like, we know what these are. <laughs> this is nothing. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, like you know, like when we like go out hunting and, you know, you get a deer and you don't let any part of the deer go to waste. Right. Yeah, that's what the aliens so do to us. <laughs> you know, they just I gotta... use our skin suits. <laughs> I got a funny story that washed up. No on... part goes to waste. I got a funny story that washed up on my fence line. So I got one of those uh, the green metal fences. My dogs were back there messing around, so I go back there, and my son's like, "Hey, there's something back there," and I think there's a head back there. So I go walking back there, and it's under this bush line, like right at the edge. 
and it's a rabbit's head and it's severed from the body and the rabbit's head's like staring at you like the way it's sitting so he goes oh well there's the body and i go oh it's in between one of those little triangle wedges to get through the the metal fence and it guillotined itself i don't know i think maybe an animal came along and went but if you look at the body the body is halfway through that little triangle thing and then they opened up whatever was eaten at it eat it ate the cavity of where the lungs and all that stuff were that's all missing and then the head's like separated about a foot and a half away from the body it was like the weirdest thing ever it was like you know when you jump through like a hoop that's what it looked like, and it got stuck. So when, when were you going to tell us that you have rabbit mutilation going on in your well, backyard? Well, I thought we were going to save that so for an episode. Like, who cares about the cattle? <laughs> right. Yeah. I have rabbit. You know, I wanted to take the head and put it up, and but I did Of course didn't. you did. It's either aliens or the rabbits are trying to send you a message. Um, the rabbits, you know, know, they would come up to me. Is that like Watership Down? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt bad for the little sucker, but I don't know what was at it. Did and you give it, him a proper burial? Mm, no, because we got enough buried in our back. I mean, there's enough stuff that has died in our ownership that might be buried. Oh, my goodness. This backyard's a graveyard. It is. I the mean, next episode will be like, what's Things in Jeff's, Jeff's backyard. backyard. We'll uh, do it on location in his the backyard. The things that I found. We'll just dig. Yeah, we got hamsters buried back there and stuff. But now the rabbit's there. They're like, Jeff, why do I keep digging up all these feet in your backyard? <laughs> Things that have washed up in my backyard. Well, you know, he was talking about serial killers. Yeah. You seem to know a lot about that. <sighs> I yeah. do not. I do not. That's messed up. I feel offended. Your name is not actually Jeff. It's Jexter. <laughs> Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <laughs> All right, so yeah, feet washing up on beaches. Yeah, that's fun. Okay. No, Anything else we want to say about that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a short episode, huh? Yeah, short enough, I guess. Well, Shortish. What else can you really say? There's nothing. There's nothing. No, there's just... We have three working theories. There's and, just and, crazy and, things that we can't explain. Until somebody's ready to whip their body out into the ocean so we can see which part of them comes back. Mm-hmm. Rob? If you plan on doing that, please email us at parabellpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Mental health number is 1-800. <laughs> I don't know. Someone's always mm-hmm. listening. Somebody is always listening. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of crazy things that are unexplained. And I think that's what we try to explore on some of this stuff. Yeah, it's a phenomenon. Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, you can't call it a coincidence when it's happened more than 20 times. Well, right? wait a minute. Why feet? Why not? Why not hands? Because there's nothing protecting them. You don't wear shoes on your hands. Why don't you find shoes? Why don't you find feet in flip flops, or high heels, or ballet flats? Because they can get loose. It's always running shoes. Mm-hmm. They protect whatever's left. Oh, it's like the last. <laughs> protects it to the very end. Oh. Uh, Brings a whole new meaning to like trail running. Mental. No. No- I'm gonna write down some notes here. Foot fetish. I actually hate feet. You hate? Are you one of those that hate feet? Yeah, I don't like feet. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mind this episode because you couldn't actually see any of them because they were all in shoes. Wait a minute. Do you wear toe rings? No. Not at all. No. Mm, all right. That's gross. For our listeners, that's weird. She is married though. It's weird. Okay. 
Yeah, no, why? Why would anyone wear toe rings? That means you have to take them on and off. You have to touch your feet to do that. That's gross. So you this is a whole... This is a whole. Just show your feet I, at all times. I dislike feet. Because otherwise, like, mm-hmm. why are you wearing toe rings? Yeah, they socks. look like weird, misshapen hands. Have you always misliked your feet? Yeah, I don't like any feet. No feet? Mm-mm. You don't think feet are sexy at all? No. No. Even dialed up with po- uh, nail polish and nope. some rings and nope. ankle bracelet. They just look like misshapen hands. Okay, this might be a different show. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't like where this episode's going. Uh, Rob apparently doesn't <laughs> like feet either. There's, you know, there's people out there that like feet. Well, that's probably where it all ends up. <laughs> this is all these psychos. Bigfoot doesn't like feet. That's why he's throwing them in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a burnt piece of meat. Anyhow. Oh, goodness. <laughs> we can totally go and everywhere. And there it is, folks. All right, so reach out to us, Parababble, everywhere, and we'd like to say, hey, Rob, how many downloads and listeners do we have that we just got congratulated on from Spotify? Um, thousands. Tens of thousands. Tens of thousands. 14,000. Really famous now. Not really, but yeah. We'd like to thank everyone who's out there, you know, listening to this. this um, what do you want to call this? Podcast? Podcast? I was trying to look for something a little fancier. Our parababble? Our parababble. Our endless um, rambling of nonsense. Yes. we. That just means there's more people out there like us, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because no one wants to admit that they're curious about feet wash, washing up on beaches, but people are curious about it. Yeah, that's why you need a 45-minute episode about that. <laughs> exactly. So they're it, washing up on... <laughs> and I want to like reach out. Let us know the craziest, weirdest thing you found. Yeah, it doesn't have to. Yeah. Well, it doesn't Monster, have to be on the shore. Monster. It doesn't have to be feet. It doesn't have to be feet, and it doesn't have to be on the shoreline. But I mean, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen is the Montauk monster. Yes, and I still don't believe that that was like some dog with a weird skin no. condition. No. Other smoking dogs <laughs> Government. too. Government. Yeah. No, that's but we'd like to just say thank you to all of that because. Maybe those people I'm gonna let Allison talk, on. and we'll keep going with this. But I'm just gonna thank everyone. Maybe, maybe fans, it's spontaneous combustion. The people, we do an the family that listens to us. We always talk about us. it, but I we mean, don't. I think we did. We wouldn't be here without you guys. <laughs> you don't have to edit this, Rob. This was this is perfect. This I is know. classic. So, do you guys know that, like, when there's a crime scene, they actually have teams that go in to clean up after? The mess. You had to get after. it in, didn't you? <laughs> That's right. You love that episode. If, and you guys out there are into like really like dark, serious stuff, go to our um, crime cleanup scene. Uh, that cleanup. It doesn't matter. They know what we're talking about. They expect it from us. Also, another bad episode was stuff made from human skin. <laughs> hey. Are you trying to like just <laughs> promote the worst? Episodes? Do the best you possibly can to promote <laughs> yeah, the show right now. Let's let's bump up the numbers yeah. that are low. We got fifteen thousand downloads, <laughs> so let's tell everybody about all the great shows that we're listening to. You know, crime scene cleanup actually has quite a few views. It it's does. We're always promoting it. You know. Well, as we should, because well, all right. So we're a few episodes past that. A what few. episode was that? That was like episode like thirty eighty ago. 80 ago? Okay, so I brought that crazy idea, and I know we might have touched on this briefly. We try to hide this. You know, everybody's got skeletons in the closet. I feel like this is Groundhog Day. Sometimes or, you literally have a skeleton or, in the closet. Or there's, you know, And then you got to have things, someone come in and clean it up. There's things washing up on the shoreline that we just don't want to talk about. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. 
What? Can we do a combo episode? We can do lots of things. We are Paravel. At okay. gmail. Dot com. But that's okay. That's Paravel Podcast. At gmail. But I never got my finished. My, okay, I, go ahead. I wanted finish. to finish I'm my podcast. On Stitcher. On iTunes. It, it, it started out that that's I really wanted to do this crime scene thing because we were looking for topics. And I kind of got beat up a little bit, but we did it. And it it came out pretty dark and macabre. And yet it's it's picking up a little juice here, you know, 50 <laughs> episodes later. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. You can't lie. You even you even shot it out there how much it went up. Yeah. But, you know, we'll we'll touch every subject that we can. Mm-hmm. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah, from how to get here we blood, go. blood here and we brains go. batter out of a wall to what to do if Krampus shows up at your door. But you know what, though? <laughs> Hang on. Were you ever curious how things like that happen? No. You remember Spring Hill Jack? That was a good one. Oh, yes, that yeah, was a good one. Change the subject. You know, there are things I have to fight for on this show, folks. Spring Hill Jack was a good episode. Yes, he hopped highways. It was so stupid, okay. but it was amazing. Yeah, with his, with his laser red eyes. Yeah. yeah go check out slash, slash, Yeah, slash. go check out that episode, too, because that was a really good episode, Al. Uh, yeah, it was. I'm just saying. We will touch into every area that people don't want to actually say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we leave no foot unturned. <laughs> Overturned. <laughs> we leave. We leave. I really stepped in that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, if the shoe fits, wear it. <laughs> Sorry, folks. We're not gonna. We're not gonna do any better than that. <laughs> no, we're just gonna leave it at that. Hopefully a chupacabra will come and eat us. <laughs> you got one on you right now. But that's us. That's Parababble. We thank you for listening and all the listener support and the downloads. You know, we do this just simply because we enjoy it. I know sometimes, you know, we might get off trail here, but that's the fun of it for us. And we, we definitely respect the fact that you can enjoy that and listen to it. And if you don't, we respect that too because, you know, let's face it. Right? Yeah. All right. Pair of battle. Signing off. <laughs>